0: Welcome to the Southside Real Estate Report. I'm Joel Lathy, your residential real estate expert. And I'm Nicole Menzies, your commercial real estate expert. And today we're gonna to be talking about how to get started as far as purchasing your first home and also getting started purchasing your first commercial property.
1: Yeah. So Joel, um, let's talk about what is on everybody's minds right now. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to know, can they buy a home in this market? what do they need to buy
0: a home in this market right now great question first thing is first question i'm going to ask them is are you going to use cash or are you going to get a loan now if they're going to use cash they have the money show proof of funds don't have to worry about credit they can just go ahead and purchase the house now and no one cares where you got the money from no, I mean if you if you're just using cash now you got that it's you got to explain like <laughs> yeah. I mean can you get it from the local right you, know, you got to have proof of funds so you got to have a place that you can actually go get the cash you can't come in with a, a suitcase full of cash oh, now, okay this now when I first started you could do that you could get it from under you the mattress yeah you could get it from under the mattress now they don't they want to know where you know where it's coming from so typically you're gonna wire the funds from you know either from your bank account or you're gonna wire the funds. From, you know, a 401k or whatever You know, some place that you, um, you hold hold that cash Now, most people, they're going to get a loan
1: Most people, yeah Right, so they're going to get a loan So, mm-hmm. you
0: know, for those people We need to know where your income's coming from You know, do you have a job? Do you have um, a business? Uh, or do you have, you know, some, some type of funds coming in Maybe a disability check or a retirement check So you can buy a home with, you know, regular income coming in okay like from a job or from a business that's doing well yes and okay. the business you need to be in business for at least two years
1: oh I did not know right. that. right
0: for at least two years you can, if you Even just if started I'm the wildly business, successful the right first year. if you just started the business they, they're gonna need two years of either tax returns or two years of um, bank statements
1: Now let me ask you something if you're basing it on business income, are you penalized? Do you have to pay higher interest rates cuz you're self-employed?
0: No. No, that 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 will come into your credit. That's a great question. Now your credit typically will determine what your interest rate will be. So if you have pretty good credit, you will typically get a higher interest interest rate. So that's where that comes in. Now, let me ask you a question on the commercial side. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting started. I'm 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 want to buy my first property. What's like what's the first question you ask?
1: So, the first thing that we want to know is what is the investor's requirement, right? So, um, in my world, in the commercial real estate world, depending on the asset type, they're going to have a requirement for a cap rate. You said a cap rate.
0: Oh, yes. What Can you explain? Because what's the cap rate? Because it's a little different on the residential side. So, cap rate means?
1: So, and and I think we should also have a a um, We should have an episode explaining all these. But the cap rate, the GRM, and the internal rates of return... Can you throw
0: another one out on me, GRM? I I know. I know. I'm telling you,
1: it's deep. Right. Um, It examines the um, rate of return based on the the income being thrown off of the property. Because on my side, um, people are buying income. Okay. You know, you see a building and... It generates income based on either commercial tenants, mm-hmm. residential tenants, somebody's in there. Right. So as far as when they're pursuing lending, mm-hmm. the lenders want to see 20 um, percent, but it could go as high as 35, 40 percent down.
0: As far as the down
1: payment? It really just depends.
0: And it, does that depend on the, the actual property or does it depend on the person's credit?
1: So... Credit is a factor, but not as much as on your side of the industry. Lenders typically look at the property first.
0: Got you. Okay. They
1: want to see that this property is a viable, you know, project that it's throwing off a great income. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of then they look at you. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Um, They may not put as much weight on credit scores, but of course that is a factor when they're trying to figure out the rate. Right, right. But your rate could also be high because the property is in a distressed state. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for a period of time, they know you got to, you know, get it stable. Okay.
0: So before you get too deep. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. So you, they're looking at the property.
1: They're looking at the property.
0: And so when you go, you're going to the lender. And how does the lender look at the, um? how, how, do, how do they evaluate the property?
1: Is, oh, is it through the
0: informa- information that the, the um, owner gives them, or do they do their own calculations?
1: So everybody has like a quick and dirty approach where they kind of glance at it to see if okay. it's worth going into more. And a, t- a lot of times they look at, um, they measure the income using, like I said, the cap rate, the mm-hmm. gross rent multipliers, or, you know, calculating the internal rate of return for the entire whole period right um but typically they want to make sure that if they have to take that property back it's something that would be a good investment for them as Mm -hmm. well then when they do look at you they'll look at your credit score but they also want to see you know are you managing the property and if so do you have that experience if you don't have that experience you can go ahead and get a property management company and show their qualifications and gotcha. show their experience with this type of asset and 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 you can get your deal done that way that's interesting
0: because like on our side they look at the person first mm-hmm. where your side they're looking at the property they're looking at the property they're so looking
1: they're at who holding it they're looking at um, the experience of the investors with that type of property
0: mm-hmm. you know um, and see with us is it's, they're looking at the person They're looking at their credit mm-hmm. they're looking at how much Income they they will they will be bringing in because they how want to make sure. Do they have to make like if,
1: I, mm-hmm. if like if they want to buy a house that is say say they're taking a loan mm-hmm. for like five hundred thousand, you know what are those down payment requirements like? Do they have to come up with
0: what five ten percent? Typically, great question. Typically, with um residential, there's different um loans you can get. You know, the typical loan is the FHA. That's three point five percent down. So whatever the sales price is, it's going to be three point five percent. Then you got conventional, and conventional. One of the great things now is some, some like uh, financial institutions have where you can do zero percent down, no down payment. No, not at all. No down payment, and you can also get some financial contingents. Uh, fi- I'm sorry, financial assistance. So that's another thing, too, that's coming back. Because see, the market changed. Like last year, the market was, um, you know, you had to be the first one to the house. You had to bid higher than the house. Sellers were like, you know, I want the most, you know, and I don't want to do anything. Right. Where now the market has flipped. Mm -hmm. So now we're seeing depreciation. Right. So now they don't don't mind uh, a buyer having to do the down payment assistance. They may have to wait an extra week in order for that to get done. So instead of it closing in. 28 days, it may close in 35 days, but they're okay with that because now they have somebody that they they feel comfortable that's going to actually purchase the house.
1: Does, and and I'm just asking for Mm -hmm. those out there who may be curious about that, and they may want to take their home and maybe they want to like Airbnb it, or Mm -hmm. does the lender control what they can do with the property?
0: To a degree. To a degree? Yeah, because the, the different products like FHA, you have to live in a home. That's a government product oh so, so you, you have to live it. in it so yeah. what if you just
1: buy it and move out like are you in
0: trouble no you can't do that you oh. if, if they catch you now some people you know people try things but mm. you know you're supposed to live in a home at least for six months so you're supposed to move in within 30 days you're supposed to be in you know you're supposed to live in it for at least six months
1: yeah, that's not bad though that's
0: no not bad. it's not bad um but yeah, yeah it's not bad but you, there is but there are certain criterias for each one yeah, you know. and
1: I think people should know that it's federal, right? Like you don't want
0: to play around right. with yeah. federal. Right, like. you don't want to play around. Yeah, you don't want yeah. play around with the federal government. You know, because things can happen. Yeah, but um, and but so yeah, what, what's Go funny ahead. is on the commercial side,
1: um, the lender can sometimes control certain things about that property. Okay, um, one of the things on commercial properties, like say you might look at a um, retail strip center mm-hmm. or an office building, the lender can control. How low of a rate the landlord can rent out each unit because they want to make sure that they're going to get, you know, that the property stays stable. So you might. And when you um, say
0: stable, you mean that it's cash fully occupied. You know, you got you mm -hmm. don't have a lot of um, turnover or you don't have um, a lot of vacancies.
1: Right. Right. And so a lot of times you'll have business owners who represent themselves go to. Um, like say a property and, and this is just on the side mm-hmm. and try to negotiate a rate that they feel the landlord is not moving from right, right. well a lot of times it's because the landlord can't mm-hmm. you know that lender that's on that property is controlling how you can set your rates a lot of the times not right. all the time but
0: a lot of the times yeah and see that's interesting like on the, on the residential side um, one they do want you you know you have some constraints as far as you know moving into the home things like that But also, uh, you don't have that. You know, you can do what what you want to with the home once you once you get into Mm -hmm. it. Uh, For the most part, obviously now some places you go they have what they call a HOA, a home association, and And they control it. Right? They can yeah, they can kind of you know control a little bit as far as what you do to your house. You can't you you may go into a HOA. Um, home association where they say you can't paint paint your house pink hot pink something like that you know so yeah you you may have some um, restrictions and on a on a bigger level in commercial we know zoning
1: controls how Mm -hmm. every investor can use the property right right? you can't just buy um a commercial building and say you know Mm -hmm. i'm going to grow cbd in it or whatever you know, it actually has to be zoned appropriately for the use that you want. And that's something that, you know, we, we make sure that when we're representing buyers in commercial real estate that are purchasing properties, that they can actually buy the property and use it for the use that it's intended. Because a lot of times, there's surprises.
0: Really? Yeah, really? and you can't use it for what you want. Right, and see on the res- residential side, it's more, do you have the income? Do you have the credit? Yep. And do you have the money to to, to actually put down on the house, whether it's three percent, five percent? But typically, it's no more than five most of the time. Uh, now, if you're an investor, that's something different if you're buying it. But if you're buying it for your house for yourself and you're going to move into it, um, those are the the three items that you pretty much have to um, focus so on. So you said credit.
1: Your income. Your income has to be solid.
0: You know, income. And solid. it can
1: be self-employed. Self-employed.
0: Or it can be a job. Now, you job. have to
1: be on the job at least two years?
0: Most of the time? It depends. Like, if you're going from, just say you're a teacher, and you're going from one school to another school, or from from uh, Atlanta Public Schools to Cobb County, you're going to two different jobs. But you jobs, stayed in your career. But you stayed in your career. Okay. Right. So now, if you go from that. a truck driver to a fireman, that could be a little different. You know what I'm saying? That's That's different. You're moving. You're changing careers. And does that yeah. make lenders
1: nervous on the residential side?
0: Yeah, they they, they they typically won't, um, you know, they won't give you the the loan, mm-hmm. typically. But if but but if you have those three things from the residential side, if you have the ability to show your income, you have ability to have the credit, mm-hmm. and then you also have the money money to get in. Mm-hmm. And right now, you do have some down payment assistance that can help you. But those are the things that you're going to need in order to you know to to purchase a home from the commercial. I mean, from the r- residential side. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now for you, if you kind of like put in, summed it up for me, what are the things that they would, you know, need from the commercial side?
1: So you definitely need money. Need money. Um, If you don't have the money, though, you can always, um, you know, put together a group Mm -hmm. or join an investment group. And you can um, come up with the down payment, you know, together. Right. Um, some people also do what's called a 1031 exchange to okay. buy a property. And that's, yeah, we won't, I'm gonna we won't get that into one, that, we're but, we're but that's, a, get. Show. We, that's yeah, a show. That's a show in right itself.
0: There. And we will be bringing that show to, to the viewers, that's Absolutely. For sure. And yeah. you can
1: take um, a 1031, exchange, you can use a 1031 exchange to exchange into another property. Yeah. And there's a bunch of um, rules and requirements that you have to meet, but it's totally worth it. And it's a...
0: It's used also to preserve capital. Man, I'm excited. We're gonna have so much to share so much this time. year. So yeah. much to bring to the viewers so that they can you know, learn, get educated and be able to build wealth for themselves. Yes, yeah. I am
1: so excited. And we're gonna also
0: learn together, right? Absolutely. Cause some of the guests that we're gonna bring on here, I'm sure I'm taking those steps too, so. Thanks for watching. I'm Joel Athie, your residential real estate expert. And I'm Nicole Menzies, your commercial real estate expert. And if you like what you hear, follow us on social media.
1: Or go to our website, thesouthsidenetwork.com,
0: right there. And remember, don't, don't sleep, sleep on, on the, the South
1: Side. side.